This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by the 5-Day Money Challenge. Get your stuff together with money and increase your confidence in just five days. Save your seat at WhitneyHanson.com slash money challenge and join in on the fun. Hello and welcome to the Money Nerds Podcast, where owning a calculator, budgeting your money, and having a net worth is actually cool. I'm your host, Whitney Hansen, and each week I'll be chatting with inspiring people to learn their secrets to financial success. Now let's dive into the show. Hey guys, it's been a little while since I've done a side hustle review, so today I'm really excited to talk with you about a side hustle I've been testing, Instacart. Instacart is pretty awesome. The way it works is people order groceries online. So they go directly through the Instacart app and they're picking up their own groceries. And the way it works is Instacart kind of marks up the items. I don't know how much, but that's basically how they make money. So when you go grocery shopping on Instacart, you're paying a little bit more. You're paying that convenience fee. And so when that order comes through, then an Instacart independent contractor, or in this case, it's called a full service shopper, a full service shopper would go to the grocery store, select the order and start shopping for your specific products. So the way it works is you would have to scan individual products, sometimes weigh some produce and just make sure that things are, you're getting the right things for the customer. And then you would check out, you have a, an Instacart an an Instacart, Instacart card that you would sometimes swipe, or if it's an online order, then it's just a barcode that you would scan. And that's it. It, Like it's super easy. And then you go deliver the groceries and drop them off. So that's basically how it works from a user perspective. And then from a delivery person's perspective as well a shoppers perspective. So now what I want to talk to you about is some tips and tricks for getting the biggest bang for your buck from Instacart. And more importantly, how do you get started with this? Is it worth your time? I'm going to give you a really honest review of Instacart because I like to test side hustles before I recommend them to you. Always, always, always. I will never recommend a side hustle to you that I haven't tested personally and have some experience with. So let's go ahead and dive into some of the pros and cons, and then I will talk about how you can sign up and give you some tips. So let's go ahead and dive in. So some of the perks of Instacart, the perks is that it's on your own schedule. So kind of like Uber Eats or DoorDash, you do it whenever you feel like you want to do it. So it's completely based off of your own schedule. Anything that's flexible, I'm a big fan of for people. I know we're all busy. So it's nice to be able to side hustle and not have to, you know, like clock in for a certain shift or anything of that sort. The next piece that I like, (laughs) sorry if you can, Shiloh is my foster dog and she's scratching on my door. Anyway, so one of the other perks that I like about Instacart is that it's actually decent money. 
So it's depending on how quickly you go. It's all an efficiency game. But what I have found is I've been doing it for a little bit now. And this week I'm doing it very, I'd say very part-time, about three hours per day. And it should be bringing in about $500 this week. That's what I'm on track for earning. Now you can do more, you can do less, you can do whatever the heck you want. But for me, this is just a nice chunk of change that I'm immediately putting into savings. So 500 bucks a week is pretty dang good. Now do keep in mind that this is one of the cons. You're an independent contractor when you're doing Instacart. What that means is that when you go to file your taxes, you're going to have to claim this as income. So if you're wise, you would put aside at least 15 to 20% of your earnings. So when you get to tax time, you're not stuck with a huge tax bill because you are an independent contractor. Now, the next con is that you are using your own car. I personally don't really care about that. I know some people are weirded out about it. I don't think it's a big deal. However, do know that when you are doing Instacart, you are using your own car. Now, the other thing that is not really fun for Instacart that kind of drives me nuts sometimes is that it can take a little bit of time to get what they call a batch. A batch is basically one order. So when you're waiting around for batches, I don't like that. I don't like to wait around, but that's kind of the on-demand delivery systems. That's one of the, the cons of all of them is it's not necessary back to back to back. So that's one of the, the downsides. The other con is you don't necessarily know where you're going to be going. So you're not going to really know the address to see how far away you can see the grocery store. And they do try to keep it pretty similar uh, in proximity to the grocery store that you're shopping at. But do know that is another con is that you could be driving a little distance, not that bad. I found it's usually within 10 to 15 minutes from the grocery store but that is another con. So let's talk about how you can actually get signed up. I felt that the sign up process was super, super easy. So there's a way to do it. If you want to sign up using my link, it actually gives me a little bit of a kickback if you hit a certain number of stores. It totally rocks my world when you do that. So if you choose to sign up for Instacart and you want to help support me in the podcast, go to the show notes and then click on my affiliate link so that you can get started. But basically what you have to do is you're signing up for a full service shopper. So they're going to need your driver's license and they're going to need proof of car insurance. When you start to fill out your application, it's super easy. There's nothing really to it. But one of the things that is contingent on this is that you do have to pass a background check. So I think that's one of the cool pieces and it's actually fairly quick. The minute you get your card, your little Instacart debit card, when you get that in the mail, you... Um, activate your card, much like a debit card that you would for your personal life, you activate that card and that triggers that background check. You also get a copy of your background check and your driving records too. So if you're kind of curious, like I was like, I wonder if there's anything bad on my background. I'm, I'm teasing. There's not, but regardless, that's one of the things that they're looking for too. So do expect that they will look into your past when they're looking into Instacart. So that's one of the things they're going to be looking for. So that's the sign up process. It usually takes about one to two weeks on the high end. There's a little bit of trainings that you need, you do need to go through. It's all digital right now. I don't know if that's typically the case, but it is for me, especially during coronavirus time. So it was pretty easy to sign up. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice right now. <laughs> Pardon me. So that's one of the things that I thought was kind of cool was the sign up process was just super fast, very streamlined, not a lot to it. And it was just efficient. Okay. 
So let's dive in to some tips that I have learned from doing Instacart now. Now, one of the biggest tips I can give you to make more money if you do choose to do this as a side hustle is I want you to try to stick to just a few stores and get to know those stores really, really well. Now, when I say a few stores, what that means is when Instacart sends you a job, they say, here's a a batch in I don't know, two cities over or like five miles away from you and you're five miles away from the location they're trying to send you to. If you don't know that store, especially if this is your first time and you're just getting started with it, maybe decline that or ignore it and don't uh, don't take that order. What I find is that it can really take so much time to get to know a different store, even if it's the same store name. It's just every layout is a little bit different, and that really does make a big difference when it comes to your time. Now, why does your time matter? Because this is a hustle game. It is all about how quickly you can get in, get the groceries, and get the heck out of there. It is 100% contingent on how fast you are. So if you're trying to just navigate a new store and you're like, where the crap is everything, it's going to slow you down tremendously, and it's also going to affect the amount of time it takes per hour or per, per order, excuse me. So that's just one of the little things to keep in mind. Now, one of the other tips that I can give you for efficiency and for speed when it comes to your shopping is to really go in with a plan. You don't necessarily have to go through every single item as it lays out. What I like to do is I usually park in like the home goods section or the clothing section of the store. If it's like one of those types of grocery stores and I kind of work backwards with my aisles. So a lot of people start with produce. I don't actually do that. I start with some of the, the end aisles and just kind of make my way around the store. That's just for me. That's one of the things that works. And I always, always park near the shopping cart return. Again, small things that really add up. So if you're parking near the shopping cart return, when you get out of your car, you load it all up with all the groceries and you can just immediately throw the car in and just drive away. It makes it so much faster. I know it doesn't seem like that much of a big deal, but it's all these little things that really add up and impact the amount of money that you make. So the other piece that saves some time is, you know, those large Ikea bags. When you go to Ikea, you can sometimes see those hanging out there. These bags are game changing because you can put it inside of the cart and you can put all of the food in there. And then when they start to bag the groceries, you can have them put it back into your Ikea bag. And then that bag, you just immediately grab and put it into your car instead of loading each individual bag, if that makes sense. I know you might have mom hands and I do too. Like I'm legit, like the type of person that can carry like nine bags at a time and have like my arms totally loaded up. But I promise you this is still faster. So get that large Ikea bag. If you don't have a friend that has one or you don't have one yourself, you can order them on Amazon. It's pretty inexpensive, like maybe 12 bucks for a bag of, or like a set of five-ish. So it's really inexpensive and definitely worth it because it gets you so much faster so that you can just get in and get out. Now, the next piece that I think, this is, maybe it's uh, depends on your area. I've noticed for me that, If I start early at about 8.30 in the morning, I can usually get two to three orders in pretty easily. And then if I go back later in the evening as well, later meaning 4 p.m. on, I usually can get a few more without having to wait around a long time. So I don't know if that's true for every area. I've just noticed for Boise, my area, starting early and a little bit later in the evening is definitely one of the better ways to go. Okay, so my little sister's been doing a little bit of Instacart herself, and one of her tips is to bring a battery pack for your phone. She claims that Instacart really drains her battery and her phone is constantly dying. 
I have actually not had that issue. So in between, I'm always plugging my phone into my car so it can charge when I'm delivering orders. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. You might want to check with your own phone. But if you need a battery pack, it's nice to have one because the worst thing would be for your phone to die in the middle of an order. I actually don't know what that what would happen. I think you would get the a cancellation and that would just penalize you in some capacity. I think too many cancellations is not a good thing. The next piece that I have noticed that helps with Instacart is when you go in to accept your order, make sure that you're ready. So this morning I was doing an order and I thought I would have enough time. So the customer wasn't expecting the order until 3 p.m. It was like 8 or 7.45 in the morning. So I accepted an order, took a shower, got ready for the day. And when I drove over to the store... They had canceled my order and put it with somebody else. They gave my order to somebody else because I wasn't quite ready. So do accept orders when you're ready. Don't accept them and think you have a little bit more free time to just like figure stuff out and kind of like, you know, loosey goosey, wait till you are ready for it. You definitely need to be ready right when you accept that order. So just be careful of that too. The next piece too, sometimes you'll find that Instacart will offer batch orders So what this means is you're going to go to one store and you might pick up two or three different groceries uh, deliveries for like a few different people. That can be a good thing. I would not recommend starting with that because it's really confusing. You have to keep everything very separate. You have to remember this set of groceries was for customer A, this set of groceries were for customer B. You have to be able to track that stuff because each of those customers has a unique barcode when you go to check out. Which reminds me, when you go to check out, make sure that you tell the person, the, the cashier, immediately, hey, this is an Instacart order, here's the barcode. Okay, so sometimes you have one barcode, sometimes you have two. If you get into it, you'll see. But just another little tiny thing too, is just make sure that you let them know immediately it's for Instacart. Okay, so batches only after you start feeling comfortable with basic full service orders. Okay, I've got two more tips for you and then we're gonna start wrapping this up. My next tip is keep in mind that this is all about customer service. Instacart is 100% a customer service game, which means when you get an order, send a personalized message. Say, hey, so mine's some, some I can't tell you like exactly what mine says because I don't have my phone by me, but it says something like, hey, I'm Whitney. I'm going to be your personal shopper. I am really excited to grab your groceries. Just letting you know if there's out of any, if the stores are out of anything specific, I will always do my best to find a direct substitute. And if I can't, I will refund your money. Um, looking forward to delivering your groceries. Um, see you soon. That's something of the sort of the the order. I also ask for a birthday and their um, ID expiration if they're ordering alcohol, just to speed up that process a little bit. When you do have a customer that um, orders alcohol, you have to check their ID at the door. Like that's a requirement. If you don't and you give the alcohol to somebody underage, you can get in trouble for distributing to a minor. So you definitely don't want to skimp on that. Make sure that you pay attention to the alcohol laws um, for sure. Okay. So we talked about the personalized message. Let them know who you are, that you're excited and that you're enthusiastic about it and that you're going to do the best that you can to find their exact items. The next and last tip that I have for you is to, when you're ordering the produce, when you're going to get like bananas or apples or whatever the heck it might be, they have a section that wants you to weigh out every single piece of produce pretty much. You don't necessarily need to do that. So if it says they want three bananas, you grab three bananas, you don't necessarily have to weigh it out. It gives you a suggested weight and then you can just plug that in. Basically, it's Instacart's way of saying, hey, 
this person is actually doing their job. They're really truly grabbing the right produce. It's not one banana instead of three based on the weight. So it's kind of like a built-in mistake catcher, but honestly, it's a time suck and you don't really need to do that. So that's one of the things that I've been skipping over a little bit. I don't know if that's right or wrong from Instacart's perspective, but I found it definitely speeds up your time significantly. Okay, we have talked about a ton of different tips on Instacart. I hope this has been helpful. I have been very, very happy with this as a side hustle. I think it's a really great way to earn a little extra income. What I have been finding is I've been doing this in combination with furniture flipping. And so far, I'm up to about $800 for this week alone from just side hustle income. So it's a really killer way to go. And you can fit it into your own schedule. It's flexible. You can do it whenever the heck you feel like it. And it's decent money. Now, keep in mind, if you get really speedy and you start to work on your time, you can make between $20 and $24 an hour on average using Instacart. So that's a pretty decent return, but please do not forget to put aside money for taxes so you don't get screwed over when you go to file your taxes the following year. Super, super important that you remember as an independent contractor, that is your responsibility to make sure that you are filing your taxes, you're tracking your miles if you choose to do that so you can write off some of that stuff. Super, super important. All right, that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed this. I wanted to give you a quick review over Instacart and my thoughts on it. And honestly, I'm a big fan and I hope that you are too. So if you choose to try it out and you want to use my affiliate link, head over to the show notes, click on that link. I don't know if it gives you any bonuses at this time, but sometimes it does. So definitely stay tuned and I will talk to you on Friday for Five Tip Friday or next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye.